the boss called me up and said, come in to work. I just hung up on that slave driving jerk. And now it's time for expert analysis from the best in the game. This is Be She's Wrestling with Mike Davidson. I'm a former producer of wrestling, and I had to tell people, here's what I need in a promo, here's what I need in a match, and here's why you have to do it. You tried to be cute, you tried to be clever, and you came off undervaluing the guy the promoter is paying thousands of dollars to get into the ring with you. Special guest star, the Mecca, Shane Madison. Madison. Jealousy is something that the Mecca Shane Madison has had to deal with my entire life. It doesn't matter! Because I guarantee that the Mecca will win. And producer Chris. He's just a money-making machine, that guy. As somebody who's featured regularly on their program, I don't think he's going to be able to take enough time away from his other adventures. The guy is a mogul. And now, he, she's wrestling. He, she's wrestling. My own stupidity has come back to bite me in the ass, or the ease, as we say, mm-hmm. in Lazy Carn. It is the, well, it's our second show of 2024, episode 89 And I always, when we name these years and it's after I was born, I always say, well, that was a good year. 88 had been a good year for me. 89 was a better year and hopefully 89 is a better episode than last week. Well, hopefully your cadence is a little bit better. Yeah, somebody told me my cadence sounded like I talk monotone. You're not, you're very unprofessional. Yeah, if I sound like an (laughs) ease hole today, it's because I'm trying to get a different cadence down. You need to practice like the professional Shane Madison. Yes, he did say you sounded like a professional. And you know what he said? He said, producer Chris, he said he doesn't talk that much. I haven't heard his cadence. True. Well, hey, listen, I have to have good cadence if I'm going into politics. Yes, you're going to run for the leader of the leader of the Progressive Conservative Party of Manitoba. I, I, know, I know people. Marty Gold know, Goldstein knows people. Together, him and I can get you in there. I like Pierre Polyev. That's two, two That's interesting the federal guy. leader. Two Love interesting that guy. guys to be involved with, Marty Gold and Mike Davidson. A lot of similarities. <laughs> no similarities whatsoever. But we, I have a lot of respect for Marty Goldstein. Coming um, off a big big win last week, you should. Okay, I have a question for you. Yep. No, and I mean no offense to Marty. Last week I pointed out that he dyes his hair. This week <laughs> I saw him doing an interview. The audio was as bad as our audio last week in studio. Did no, he sound no, underwater like we like we sounded? Well, last he week. sounded like he was treading, but um, <laughs> obviously there he holds a mic, but they're using like they're using camera yep. mic for yep. the audio, and he had a mustache. Mm-hmm. Is he going for a look to look like Super Mario? I was thinking more Luigi, actually. Yeah, I was thinking one of the two. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, listen, mustache, that's a tough one to pull off. If you're not Tom Selleck or James Roth, that's a, that's a tough one. In Fra- fairness, I guess if you're comparing him to Tom Selleck, we might have something there for Marty Goldstein. Shout out to Marty. I believe he's on tour with the CWE right now in Ontario. Successful tour. They've had a lot of great shows. Just about every tour they run is successful. Too Cold Scorpio. Too Cold Scorpio is their headline mm-hmm. act. Great guy. Always have a headline act. Two Cold Scorpio so far has not been booked for Winnipeg. I don't know why. Put over the local kid last night. Isn't is called that... an audible in the ring? Oh, okay. So Danny usually puts the local over on the name. He did it with James. James Storm did a job for Adam Knight. Look what it did the for Adam Knight. Payoffs and the dividends <laughs> the are moon. still being. <laughs> They're still reaping the rewards of that booking decision. When that was announced in the summer of 2022, I contacted Danny and I said, do not job the name out to Adam Knight. And he said, why? (laughs) I said, Adam Knight's not ready for that spot. I turned out to be right. Cowboys against outlaws. The same idea. He's not ready for that spot. He's been in the business 30 years. 
you've seen his YouTube promos? It's, I have. Would you say he's ready for those? I, I wouldn't. I was just playing devil's advocate. I think Adam Knight's going to have a big year for promos this year. You know, we haven't... It's going to happen. I hope he's so. He's going to make you look foolish. Are you working with him? No. Oh, okay. You know, I'm... He needs my more help I'm working on my cadence over here. You're I'm doing so, well so far. I think so. I've changed the speed and the inflection. Yep. This guy who told me this might be my new voice coach. Hmm. All right, so let's talk CWE. They Their tour is going very, very well. It is. They're in northwestern Ontario. They climax this Saturday in Thunder Bay. They're actually, Dryden, I oh, think. Oh, Sunday. A, That's Sunday. Sunday's a Dryden, yeah. Saturday's Thunder Bay. Yep. Thursday or Wednesday? Thursday, tonight? Well, we're, we're Depends recording. Depends when you're on, listening. Yeah, we're recording on Thursday, just so you know. I've stooged off. Thursday night, I think they're in Sudbury, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway. Maybe. What do you have to say? When, when are you going to wrestle your match with Chad Daniels? Still yet to be de- determined date. Probably summer at this pace. No, I don't think it's going to be the summer. I think it'd be sometime April? in... April? I mean, I think in the spring. I don't think the anniversary show looks very likely, and it sounds like Chad Daniels may have his hands full with, with another Shane. The franchise, she's Douglas. That's right, the franchise, Shane Douglas. So we'll She's see, Douglas. We'll, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> I mean, there could be... That could be a one-on-one match. That could be a tag match. Yes. Regardless, I'm pretty sure he's going to lose that one. But with certainty, he will lose when he faces me. All right. Let's pivot from CWE. They're on the road. They've got stuff going on. They're not announcing much. Well, they they will announce something sometime because they always have a tour going on. Let's talk primos. They've got a, is it a three-show tour, four-show tour? You check their website. Four. They didn't say. Well, it, yeah. it, I checked Marty Skrull's Instagram. And there's, I think, the 19th, 20th, 21, and 22nd of January. Marty Squirrel's apparently doing a tour of Primos. If you go on to his... Yes, I saw they're doing Swan River. Yep. They're, are they doing Ashern? Anyway, it, yeah. if we have to if we have to sit here and wonder... We'll talk about it in the event yes, center. Yes, we'll, it'll get in the event center. Haley J is doing all of those shows. Oh, she is. I believe. Yeah, Holly, Hollywood Haley J. What? Assuming she makes Did it. Did they spell it wrong? No, that's her name, Holly Hood. She's like okay. Hollywood and Hood. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Ghetto. Haley J. Oh, uh, yes, we do have Ashern, by the way. Ashern, what's the third town? Uh, Ashern's on the 13th, and we've got Ashern, Winnipeg, Swan River, and Waboden. Which, Saskatchewan. No, Manitoba. That's up by Thompson. It's a very small town. It's a strange booking. Well, Mr. Bo- Geography here is going to tell us the population <laughs> of the community. It, it's not very big. It's like, uh, <laughs> I would say like 900. Marty's girl will be massive there. Yeah, what it, <laughs> Like 900 to 1,800 people maybe. What is the economic driver of the community? Same thing as Tom. It's an hour from Thompson. So, or. Or. Yeah, uh, mining or what? Nic- nickel. <laughs> mining nickel. There we go. <laughs> yeah. or, or. Or. Or what? Okay, so. Um, let me tell you what the wrong. I, I, we always got to fit this in. Primos, if you listen to me, you might learn, but you don't have to learn because you give me more to talk about. If if you don't, yes, tell don't me. If you don't listen to me, you don't learn, so you give me something else to talk about. Let me break it down for you. Marty Skrull might be an amazing wrestler, and in Winnipeg, he might have the ability to draw you a couple hundred people. Marty Skrull in Ashern means nothing different than. Marty Goldstein. Oh, wow. Sorry, I just fact-checked myself. I'm off on Woboden. Woboden population total, 442 people. Oh, hopefully they draw 10%. Hopefully they draw 50% of the town. <laughs> hopefully they draw from Thompson. Maybe they... Why wouldn't you run Thompson? I don't know. That's a good question. It's an hour away. Right, hour right down the road. Yes, yeah, so you're not going to draw from Thompson. No. 
No, not maybe the there's something going on there that we're not aware. Or maybe of. they have like a maybe they have a financial a, commitment, a, of a some wrestler, sort or, or maybe a guarantee. Yeah, hopefully. Anyway, let me tell you, Marty Skrull, when you you would be better to false advertise Marty Janetti and draw a house in some of these towns. He's not going to mean anything in Ashburn or Wabodin or or Swan River. Swan River, you should have a chance to draw based on it being wrestling. Mm-hmm. Holly Hollywood, Haley J. Problem you're going to find. So you assume everyone watches Netflix and that they would check out every wrestling fan will check out wrestlers and they'll be excited that this pseudo celebrities coming to your town. Maybe. They may not have, they may not have dial. They might have dial up internet up, up there. Well, you, exactly. Who knows? And so the cost to have two of these people on these smaller towns, where, where's the business model behind this? Like, and I, I don't mean to be critical here, but CWE goes and they run four, eight town tours but they wouldn't take two two big name imports, and they have sponsors too. Like they have sponsors on the, after on the, parties on the chat. There's like they have gym access at certain gyms in the in the um, CWE does CWE, and then there's an after party usually at a restaurant um, that's a sponsor. Yeah. So, so yeah. there's like usually a five or seven hundred dollar base of revenue. Yeah. And then you're hoping to make it off of merchandise. Little side note before we move on. Uh, Hollywood Haley J, her mother is Hollywood? A, a, Amazing Maria. Yeah, I knew that. I it's, had no idea. said that in the series. I, I had no. I haven't watched the series. I had no idea. It's you crazy. You didn't watch the series wrestlers? No, I haven't. How are you going to go and watch Hollywood Haley J? I, I can still watch her. I don't need to see her You're as engaged a wrestling fan as I <laughs> He's know. He's pointing his finger at me now. My pen. <laughs> Your pen. You are as engaged a wrestling fan as I know, and you did not watch the Netflix I, series. I, I, They're I'm screwed say, now. I'm well, I watched it. three episodes, so I, I I will get back to it eventually. Now, would you you he is the most would engaged. you be interested in going to see Hollywood Haley J against Kat Von Hees because it's going to be somehow they're they're going to be connected the whole tour. I would be more interested to watch Kat Von Hees against Hollywood Haley J. I really don't care about Haley J. Yeah, because yeah, you either. haven't you you're not in, see that series was a bunch of independent wrestlers from Louisville. Yeah. And I, I'll, be, I'll admit, I was wrong. I thought, okay, well, Ohio Valley is going to see, and they have had a growth spurt in Louisville, mm-hmm. but the wrestlers they used were just local independent guys, yep. and and in this case, a girl. None of them, I thought, were made into stars. Now, Jesse Goddard is a friend of mine, and he is featured prominently in that series, but if I was booking him in, I would be saying, Jesse Goddard's from Big Brother and Netflix series wrestlers. Yeah. There's, and Ohio Valley Wrestling, which also has a bit of a name. There's no mention of that on the poster of Netflix of anything. Well, you got to watch Valley if you wrestling. start putting a Netflix logo on your poster, they might. Yeah, and Big Brother's uh, NBC property, perhaps? CBS, kind of like putting so. an Energy 106. Uh, yeah, logo like on your so. Poster. In reality, <laughs> Just like that. so I'm going to tell you. Here's the thing. So they're going to do the Pyramid Cabaret, and I believe the tickets are twenty or twenty five dollars. Don't have to tell me; it's in that range. Um, and that means that Marty and and Holly Hood, Haley J, are both on the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, now but hold on. Is there a law of diminishing returns with having Marty Skrull come back again? Well, apparently he's factored in to be a regular or or the owner. No, here's what Villain I Villain Enterprises Wrestling. Yeah, and he's going to wrestle. If I'm not mistaken, Bobby Sharp in Winnipeg. I thought it was Jay, Jay Rockney who I have a great story about. No, I'm pretty sure it's, I'm 100% sure it's Bobby Sharp hmm. in Winnipeg. Okay. I could be wrong. Okay, so somebody asked me this week, what would it take for you, Mike Davidson, to book? 
book wrestling or to start up. Well, it's I that number is pretty high. So. Yeah, we we, we got to find out oh. what percent you're at this week first. Well, we have our lunch pretty soon. 40, 60, maybe. 40, it's, oh, it's going up. It's, it's like the Jetto meter 35, 13 years ago. 35, 65, 35, 50, 35, 65. Just call it 50, 50. No, it's not 50. It's uh, not 50, 50. It's not 50, 50. Okay, so let me say this. Somebody asked me, what would it take for you to book? And I mm-hmm. said, quite honestly, CWE is not going to call me because of the way they do their tours. You're involved in your angle. I know who their office is. They're doing, they've had it for a while the way it is. They're, hey. ha- they're happy. They've seen a growth spurt in the last little while. Maybe I need to go do an angle there. Yeah. At Primo's. <laughs> yeah. I, I understand they put out feelers. They have. <laughs> Everyone's putting out feelers. Sure. Too. Yeah. So here's the reality. WPW would not ask me to come book and they, they don't need to. They have a very, when you, when you're running with success, you don't need to change the formula. CWE would not come and ask me to book because when you're, when you're, when you have momentum, you don't change it. And right now CWE has a bit of momentum. And I think. But Primo's could mm -hmm. use a Mike Davidson. Yep. But. Any, any of these companies could use. Every one of them could use a Mike Davidson, even 15 years out of touch, Mike Davidson. I think sometimes though, these companies would be like, well, we can't. Thanks for the idea. We know why you say that, but that's not going to work for us. And I think there'd be a lot of that. Yes. Yes. There would be. First things first. I come with my own team, right? Yeah. Producer Chris has got to be involved. Mm-hmm. Liam Phillips is going to be there somewhere. You're going to get a feeler more than a F, more <laughs> oh, than a oh. more than a feasing feeler. You're All right. Yes. A little bit of a a tush push. Yeah. A little, little harassment. But the reality is that I could not get them on track, and I'll tell you why. Really? They haven't got a vision right now. And they haven't realized they don't have a vision right now. Yep. So that when they have somebody come in like me, who's pretty strong willed, even 15 years out of touch is going to come in with a vision and a certain alpha streak in how I would want to run the locker room. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that would be like, what was wrong with what we did before? There's too many, let's call it the way it is probably too many babies who wouldn't want to take constructive direction in that and, manner. Let me be honest. I'm different than I was in 2010. I'm not going to come in and say, I don't care what you think. It's this way. Mm-hmm. There could be more dialogue. But the problem would be that when they have no vision and they don't realize that they're lacking a certain ingredient, which is called credibility, and they don't know. Marty Skrull is not going to give you credibility. It's going to cost you. And I'm the one who said, bring in someone that's going to help develop your roster. Yeah. But I didn't think Marty Skrull was that guy who is on top of mountains in terms of talent. And there's no way to get, to bridge that gap. Apparently, Player One said Marty was impressed with some of the people that Player One had had trained last time. Some of their fundamentals. I can't imagine that. <laughs> so, uh, no, that didn't happen. Probably. Let's look at their roster right now. Tyler James is a good wrestler. Um, Mo Moses Luke. Luke is a good wrestler. I'm going to say Adam Knight is probably one of their more serviceable talents. Mm-hmm. Billy a- Blaze. It, is ATM's he, is not there right not now. not with him now. No. Okay. And that, what a loss that is that's for them a, in terms of credibility. Even if you loss. have Robbie Royce on the shelf. ATM is like, he is quietly under the radar. Could have been their top guy. He's a hell of a worker. Yeah, absolutely. Could, could have been their top baby yeah. face. Could have been their top heel. Mm-hmm. They lost uh, TJ Cannon. So they don't have. Yeah. Any what, positive momentum. They don't have what they need. They have a good heel in Tyler James. They don't have a baby face. Mentolo does freelance for them. Rob Stardom freelances for them. 
Mantelo is obviously a good baby face. I question what Rob Stardom could do. Like, could he be their top baby face? No. So the first thing that would happen if I ever said, okay, I'm going to book. Yeah. Not that they would ever call. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Is I'm going to look at the roster and go, you don't have a top baby face. What in the sweet fees can I do without a top baby face? Mm-hmm. You who, don't. Who, who is their top? Like name Billy Blaze. That would be it. I wouldn't. And I love Billy, but yeah. I wouldn't cast him as my top baby. But who in that locker room? That's exactly use? what I'm saying. Yeah. I would have to call in every favor I had with every local and get me a baby face. Who would you get? I don't. Well, you. Good time, Gord. He's get in Vancouver. The, oh, man. And he ain't, he's not interested in transing in. Bobby Sharp is going to be the top baby face again. Is he going to trans in? Are we transing him in every time? I mean, from a, a drive from Edmonton, I would. It's a 14-hour drive. So, yeah. If gas. he's willing to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, for one show a month. I know what I would be doing. I'd be calling Eric Cannon in, in Minneapolis and saying, listen, I need a top baby face. You're the guy. But this guy has no, this guy has no contacts. Well, he has yes, these he, guys. I think he does he have has these the guys contact. who soak him for money. That's, Even the local guys here, they soak him for money. And, and that's where I thought Harry Smith was good. Davy Boy Smith Jr. was going to be his top oh, baby. Man. You need a top baby face. You, you absolutely, more importantly, need a top heel, but you need a top baby face. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's right there. Hey, listen, Graham, your number one thing you're lacking is a top baby face to get your pro, get your company some momentum. Like Kevin Chevy, I don't think can be your top baby face. He would, he might be able to be a good, a good heel, but he's not going to be a top baby face. You got to find your top baby face. Not, not exactly reliable either. No, like Bobby Shink was wrestling there, but then he was the WPW champion. You decided to jump him out on your show, and suddenly Bobby Shink hasn't been back, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Okay. Lots of problems over there. And I'm sorry to identify the <clears throat> problems, but I'm trying to tell you if you can identify a baby face that the kids love, and it can't always be Mentalo because you're not yeah. always going to get Mentalo. Well, look at WWE. Look at their business model. Look at the hot baby faces they have. They got a ton of them. WWE has them. an embarrassment of riches right now. Right, yeah. From, like, they've never had roster depth at the top no. like this, even no. in 99. Right. Not even, not even 90. Uh, before Bret Hart left in 97. But there's options there. And Primo's has no options. None. Not yep. one. Identify your top baby face. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be a local. Get an import. Like I would be saying to Eric Cannon, bring me four guys per show. You're going to be my top baby face. You're going to have a say in the book. And I need you on this date, this date, this date. And you have to be my top baby face. There is, don't tell me you want to be a heel. I need a very, very top baby face right now. Okay, so you hit on something you were talking, something I wanted to circle back to. You mentioned that if you were running a locker room, it wouldn't be the same as 2010. You wouldn't be the same Mike Davidson. Is that a uh, product of being humbled by life? No. Is it a product of age? Is it a product it's of age? Of you have to change being, with the times. Being a smarter booker now, perhaps? No, I was a very smart booker um, back then. But you and, I had an, and I had an insane amount of confidence. But the, the nucleus of that locker room in 2010 were all guys who had come from WWE who wanted that kind of leadership. Right. They wanted a hard ass. They wanted a guy that had balls of steel. They wanted a guy that would say, this is what we can do together. And they wanted a leader. And that's why, and they were the ones that, that were standing behind me as a booker. The locals did not like that. The locals had a different mindset, a different vibe. But I'll tell you, like Gangrel and Charlie Haas and... Billy Gunn and Bob Hawley, Kevin Thorne to a degree, they all 
at Bushwhacker Luke, they all marched to the beat of that leadership. And some, and you know what? The worst part is maybe locals didn't. And I don't know if they did or didn't. But the guys we brought in from Alberta, the guys we brought in from Minnesota, they also benefited. They also liked that leadership. But in Winnipeg right now, that leadership would not work. What would work is, hey, guys, I'm here to work with you. I, I understand. Here's what the first thing I see you need is a top baby face, and we've identified that, and he's going to be very good for the whole roster. And here's our top heel, and that's how we're going to build is with our top baby face and a top heel, and they're going to end up in a program. And then it might seem like I'm only caring about that program, but I have to get that program meaning something before we worry about the rest of the roster. We don't have a ton of depth here, guys. That's what I would say to the, to the Primo's locker room. You might see 20 bodies, but realistically, we don't have a great diversity of talent. Please work with me. I have done very well in the past when I didn't have depth of talent, but I could come up with creative ideas to hide that. And that's what a good booker needs to do over there. All right, there we go. And we have another show to talk about this this week. It is live pro wrestling. It's uh, raising money for a cause. And... uh, and producer Chris is looking up that cause. Uh, my understanding is it's a group of wrestlers that are putting it together. Um, I saw on the poster, it's AJ Sanchez, Tyler Colton, Red Hot Summer. And did I see Chad Daniels on that poster? I think I did. No, no. no. Uh, Bobby Shink. Bobby Shink. And uh, Tyler Colton. Did and it's, him? yeah, yep. I did mention him. It's at West End Cultural Center. It is what date? January, January 12th, 2024. Uh, Friday night. Yeah. And it is de- for the developing resources for youth with disabilities is what they're raising money for. Great cause. I hope it does extremely well. Um, Rob Stardom also has wrestling for a cause coming up. So there is some chair. There are wrestlers doing things for charity locally. And I really like that. I think it's great. Um, Interesting that they're at the West End Cultural Center. Obviously, WPW's home home territory, loosely affiliated with... Definitely have the blessing of, of Devin and yeah. Ben. Yeah. I know that... Hopefully that, it draws a good house. Yeah. And, and more importantly, I hope it's a fun night and it raises money for a very important cause. And I, you know what? I'm all for it. Right now, I'm walking 50 miles in the month of January to raise money and awareness for Canadian Cancer Society. Mm. And our friend Dan from Calgary, we have an interview with him that we haven't played yet. We're not playing today, but we're going to play eventually. Don't worry, Dan. We still have it. I set my fundraising goal low at $25, and I raised that thanks to Dan. So I'm hoping to, you know, raise a lot more. Well, Where, where's this? Do you have a it's link? It's on Facebook. Yeah, I'll, I'll share the link on uh, on on uh, Bishi's Wrestling yes, Socials. Too. But yeah, so I'm, I'm only I'm, donating if I get a video of you walking at a brisk speed too. Uh, Chris, can you show up and shoot that for me? <laughs> uh, well, I guess so. Jeez. Yeah, this last week. become oh, a lot of work all of a sudden. And before I wrap up locally, last week I forgot to answer the second part of Liam's question in the mailbag. Liam asked, is there a time where you can think of someone standing in their own way. And I mentioned Jeff Dick when he owned CWE and WFX. And he said, is there ever been a time where I stood in my own way? And to be very honest, countless times I stood in my own way. And you have to be self-aware to realize you've done that. I'm sure I have. I just can't recall. The question was very, it was very long. So yeah, I, it was I, a two I, minute. My head was spinning after. Yeah, so I just figured you got this one. Yeah. He was awesome in what he <laughs> said. Cause he talked about some of the highlights yeah. of our show last year, but the big thing I can say uh, of me standing in my own way, I'll give you an example. I was always, it was always, I did better th- striving off conflict. Okay. So when I was Bobby J's booker, we were at war with Ernie. When I became PCW's booker, we were at war with Bobby. When I became AEW, AWE's booker, not AEW, I often mix the two up. I was at war with Andrew. I always 
was at my best when I was pushed that way, except for in 2010 with WFX, when it was like, Hey, I got to get the, we got to get this TV together and we have the budget to do it. Let's make sure we got everything firing. So sometimes when you're driven by conflict, you sometimes do things that are just dinkish for your own amusement. So that, that would be the best example. So Liam, sorry that you had to wait for part two of your question this week, but it happens. I get in my own way. Um, when we come up after the break, we have a lot of big news in the wrestling business, always in January. We're in playoff time in wrestling, and it's a great time to watch, and it's a great time to be a fan. This episode of Be She's Wrestling is powered by First Row Collectibles, Canada's online and in-person collectible store, where you'll find the coolest sports cards, autographs from your favorites, and of course, wrestling collectibles galore. As a loyal Bees She's Wrestling listener, you can get a discount on your purchase using the code Bees She's. That code is B-E-E-Z-S-H-E-E-Z, one word, to get 10% off. Visit the store online, firstrow.ca, or instead of click and order, go brick and mortar. Meet the guys at First Row in person, 1835 Main Street, Winnipeg, Manitoba. First Row Collectibles, Canada's online and in-person collectible store. It's the one thing I always hate to say on this show. I was wrong. I thought LA Knight was going to supersede Cody, go to WrestleMania, win the WWE world title, undisputed title, whatever they call it. Universal title, I bet. I was wrong. But so were you, Mecca Shane Madison. Why? WrestleMania hasn't happened yet. Because Cody may not go to WrestleMania and take on Roman. That's not looking good right now. Because how would you have The Rock... Mm-hmm. And not have The Rock go against Co- uh, go against Roman. That's the money match. Now, unless you're going to give that away at Royal Rumble. Well, unless Cody wins the Royal Rumble, yep, he gets the title opportunity with Roman at WrestleMania. You put Rock in the Elimination Chamber, and then there's maybe that. That's an out. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's an out. He's not getting pinned one on one. It's a multi man match. Blah blah blah. So maybe Ro- do Roman. And Rock, night one, Cody, Roman, night two. Then Roman has a an axe to grind because, hey, well, why does the champion have to wrestle two nights in a row when he loses? He can cry about so that. So he manages to keep the title against Rock and then loses it to Cody. Mm-hmm. And that could be an interesting storyline, too, because well, Cody could be like, I don't know who I'm preparing for because I don't know who's going to yeah. win. And one. Rock also is not taking the WWE title. Well, we said no. that in 2013 no. when he beat CM Punk. It's now 11 years past. Still, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? It's The Rock. You're telling me having The Rock as the WWE champion wouldn't be good? Even if it's I just don't think for, you need it right now, though. You don't. You have a lot of... You don't. I mean, see, man, the more I watch this, though, man, I really want Roman to keep it. Yes. You know, I, I'll tell yeah. you this. But, but you totally cut Cody's balls off. If, if Cody he doesn't, doesn't win, it. win it at WrestleMania, you have very little. Yeah. Sti- like he is. He's dead. If you remember uh, by 86 in Crockett, Dusty hadn't beaten Flair. And he had, other than war games, he ha- he was not, he was not a top baby face mm-hmm. after he failed to beat Flair by, uh, I guess he had a three day reign during the Great American Bash yeah. Tour in 86. So you're going to run into that with Cody. If he, he the fans will stop believing it's yep. his turn. Yeah. 
it's hard to cheer for a guy who always comes up short, right? And, you know, I watched WrestleMania 39 main event today, Rock or uh, Roman and Cody, and you saw the look of disappointment on everybody's faces. But the thing is, I understand, you know, when we listen to Bruce Pritchard do a podcast 20 years from now, and they're talking about this period of time, I guarantee you he'll say it's about, that's what the American dream is all about. You fall on your face, you dust yourself off, you pick yourself back up, you start at the bottom and you work your way back up and you eventually will overcome. I think that's what they're trying to do, which leads me to believe you have to put it on Cody, but they've come so far with Roman. And they also have CM Punk in that mix too. But CM Punk, that's a different story and that can wait a little while. Not but, too long, but it can wait. Yeah, it can Do you be. realize when we talked about this two months ago, it was LA Knight and Cody, mm-hmm. and then CM Punk was a curveball, and now The Rock is a curveball? Well, The Rock came back in September, yeah. then he took off again. Nobody there, saw him coming last Monday. R- right, and everybody was all excited about The Rock in September, but when The Rock says he wants to sit at the head of the table, that's when people get excited. Now, here's another thing that could work for WWE that this is a tease and rock isn't going to wrestle at mania, but no maybe way. involves himself. And then he's on the night after mania and it's him and Roman after Roman and Cody have decided who's going to be carrying the belt. Uh, rock will be wrestling at WrestleMania. Now here's another thing at some point in the, no, I guess they probably won't. I thought that they would have an NBC special, but they're not on NBC yet. So there is no NBC special prior to mania. Because I thought if that was the case, they could have, they could load up a, I would do a super SmackDown on Fox while you still have the network. And I would load up some of those names, Rock and Cody and, you know, CM Punk against Roman and, and two heels and really try to pop a number. They popped a number on Monday night. Their brand is red hot and so much roster depth. I just don't know how they can decide who is is the guy. And that's and but that's why fans watch. Is yeah. because when fans know what's going to happen, it's hard for them to watch, and that's when armchair bookers and those super engaged fans start saying this product sucks. But when they don't know, they're too quiet like they cheer, but they're too quiet in criticism because they're they're constantly surprised. And it's I, it's an exciting time for WWE and, and you look at like AEW like you know you wish or they wish they had options like this. It's because of bad booking that they don't. We're going to talk right. about that, yep. but Kevin Dunn leaves WWE. Yeah. Wow, hey. That's huge. I, I knew that was coming and I yeah. knew that that was going to be after the Vince McMahon sale yeah. cuz he had a lot of stock and it's the right time for him. He has built that company in terms of what it looks like as a broadcast over the course. He got there in 84. His 84. dad was there before yeah. that. His dad started with them in 72. Yeah. So as Dennis, a, yeah. So, it, you know, he's done all he can do. It's yep. the right time. If he's been there since 84, that's almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously past the age of retirement. Um, he'll be missed, but at the same time, yeah. they, it's a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Um, and then they just announced on July 6th, money in the bank is coming to Canada. Unfortunately, it's not Winnipeg, but it's, uh, Toronto's getting money in the bank on July 6th. They're getting SmackDown and NXT heat wave. Yeah. That's a heck of a weekend. Are we going? I mean, I'd be up for that. Isn't it around your birthday? 
July eighth is my is my birthday. Yeah, we're gonna lose. Are, it. are you offering this for a birthday present? I'm. It's not a bee. She's official <laughs> tour. I'm saying I might fly there on Air Miles and and enjoy a weekend. Well, yeah. listen, like they got SmackDown on the Friday, so that'd be July fifth, and then they have Money in the Bank on the sixth, which is a Saturday night, and then NXT Heat Wave, which they're probably gonna do in the same building. That will be very interesting because NXT, they've been. Going into these smaller venues where they've kind of drawn four or 5,000 fans, this is going to be a test for them. Especially in July. Yeah. So, I, you know, I would love it to see because they had NXT TakeOver in Toronto, I think in, what was it, November of 17, sold out the Air Canada Center. Yeah. So hopefully we see that same type of support because the NXT product is very good. Just coming off a new New Year's Evil there's a lot of good stuff happening there. So that's going to be three big nights in Toronto. Yeah. I'd be down for going. Yeah. It'd yeah, probably cost time. us a fortune. Yeah. Just on, re- well, we might, we might unless we have people. a hookup. Yeah, I, I know a person, you know a person, we all know a person. I got a guy. Yes. Um, so that's where WWE is at, red hot in business. I Piping hot would be Bill Bill Goldberg at Vince McMahon. Did you hear about this? I yeah. already he, called he's him a, so mad. Didn't he call, what did he call him? A piece of cheese. Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, he channeled his inner Andrew Shellcross. You know, like, and what's It's this? because he was promised a Ugh. retirement match after he went to Saudi Arabia to wrestle. Who did he wrestle in that match? The one where he tried to, Roman. to murder the Undertaker? No, I thought oh. he wrestled Roman, didn't he? I don't know. Wasn't it Bray Wyatt? Yeah, he went and he just this gotten over COVID and he thought his body looked crappy. This yeah. guy's unstable. He year, needs counseling. Last this guy. year, him and Rick Bassman announced that Goldberg was going to do a national retirement tour. No shows, nothing. nothing. Nobody cares. Because he wanted $100,000 as a guarantee and there was no business plan behind it. I don't know what in the world he is thinking. Um, and guess what, Goldberg? Vince isn't there anymore. I, Tony Khan <laughs> like, is... Tony Khan isn't even, and there's a guy in need of a top baby face. Yeah. Tony Khan isn't even hiring Goldberg right now. Yeah. So thank God, by the way, and not that I have a problem with Goldberg, but can you imagine all those donkeys with the moves they do on the aprons and stuff like that, and then get in with Goldberg, who's already dangerous when he's trying? Hopefully yeah. that that was no, something that Tony Khan knew himself not to hire Goldberg, but I could see someone like Jericho, a couple guys having to say, "Do not hire him. Nobody can work with him." Mm. Right? Like, I, I could see Tony barely being able to contain himself. Like, what a baby. Just be happy you got to run with, with a few times there. Yes. He, he extended his career by three or four years. It's ridiculous. Um, Now, let's move over to AEW. Could they have done it worse? Now, everyone is going to argue with me that Samoa Joe is a good champion, but he's not. No. no. He is a terrible... That, as a title match, was disappointing. Then you have to transition the champion because either... MJF's contract is getting that close and he's got time off or he's hurt. He's pretty beat He's up. hurt. And there's talk that it's the beginning of the end of his contract. That's all bullshit. Don't yeah. say that because people thought that when Cody he ain't going left, anywhere. I don't know him about He's this. not smart enough. Or he's smart enough to really dupe Tony Khan and leave at his, at his peak. I think he's quietly already resigned. That's been the story, and that's what I think. I don't happened. think. First of all, I don't think there's any interest with WWE. To be very honest with you, because he's cooled off so much. You would be wrong about that. I don't know. Cody was colder than ice when they got him, and they got him hotter than hotter than hell. It can be done in the WWE machine. CM it, Punk. It, oh yeah, it, CM it can be done. Punk was cooler than ice when he left All Elite, and he gets to WWE, and he's hot as. But they don't need MJF. And would they give they him the money? Need he thinks CM he's Punk. Worth. They didn't need. They didn't. They don't need anybody. But, exactly. But coming out of WrestleMania, 
if their big acquisition is MJF, they're not going to be hurting. I'll tell you that. He's a well, good second heel, good third heel. He fits that. He fits that roster. I think he's just been cooled down too much, and I think his bargaining and negotiating power is lower than it was one year ago. Then sign your five hundred thousand dollar a year deal, which is way less than you'd get at, at All Elite. Go in there for one year, prove you're a pay per view draw. Your bonuses will kick in. You will do just fine, and your second contract he will won't be do huge. that. He'll take. That's he'll what, take the. He'll take the money. Three for million dollars yeah. at Spe- five years. Speaking of which. Five years, $5 million a year. Oh, gosh. What's her name? Mercedes Monet. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not, that's when, that's been reportedly offered. And if, if she's insane, if she doesn't take it, it she's not worth it. No, guaranteed but. money, especially, and I hate to say this as, to break gender rules, mm-hmm. but if you are signing a female talent to five years, you are insane. Very few of them have been able to go five years. Especially Sasha. She's been pretty injury and prone. And she's not young. She's small too. Yeah. She's small, she's fragile. Small. But you know what? Like everybody was expecting Mercedes Monet to show up on Dynamite, but it was Deanna Perrazzo who showed up on Dynamite. Which was a letdown by comparison. But Definitely. But it is in New New Jersey and she's from, I think, Hackenschmidt, New Jersey or whatever it's called. Hackenschmidt. <laughs> yeah. So... I mean, that Isn't was that named after the great George Hackenschmidt. Maybe could I'm be. Sure. Yes. But uh, anyways, who knows what's going to happen? You know, I'm still thinking Royal Rumble is not out of the picture here. Honestly, if Mercedes Monet has any brains in her head, she goes back to being Sasha Banks. You got it. Okay. Now I want to tell you this. Could the devil have been any more disappointing or predictable being that it was Adam Cole. I didn't mind the way that they did it, but yeah, it was kind of underwhelming. Anytime you have a guy put a mask on and then unveil the mask and you drag it out that long, you run the risk of people with common sense saying, why isn't the guy he's stalking just go find him, grab Mm -hmm. him in the back, rip that mask off of him and know who it is. Mm -hmm. So you lose, you lose the ability of suspension of disbelief and it becomes harder and harder for that to be good. Had that been, had that been Nick Nemeth, they would have been better off. But after I saw Nick Nemeth at new Japan Mm -hmm. this past week, Wrestle Kingdom 18. And he walked out in his suit. I will tell you this a hundred percent. He could have been their code. He still could. He could be their Cody, top baby face, wear the suit, and talk about how he is there to get this thing back on track. He's a wanted man. Yeah. Well, that video I did not like. That was weird. That was weird. It was too artistic. Beating up cops. Realize that when you make wrestling too artistic, and they've tried it for years. John Moxley did the same thing, right? Did Moxley? He did the same thing when he got, re- well, when his contract yes, e- yes. expired. Yeah. When you make wrestling too artistic, it does not work. Mm. Go back to the nuts and bolts. I dislike you because you did this to me. I want this because you have it and I'm better than you. Make it reality conflict and you can get somewhere. But when you mm. add artistic, like, okay, this was a uh, wanted man mm-hmm. and he's in the back of a police car and then he's uncuffed at the end. I guess that's supposed to maybe be symbolic. I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. But not as good as him walking out to ringside at at, at uh, Wrestle Kingdom, and I think it's time with it. Like he can be that top baby face in All Elite if they're smart enough to go there, or he goes to TNA and really lights their business. They could have done something where he's like kind of 
checking out of jail or something and he's putting his suit on and then he's signing paperwork and they're like, well, best, best of luck out there. And then he kind of walks out and the warden opens up the gate and he walks out. Like they could have done. Yeah, and he's the out same. of jail because WWE was a jail for right. him. He is better than they used him. Yeah. No but, question about it. But you know, who knows what they're going to use Nick Nemeth with in new Japan, because he's kind of involved with David Finley and the global championship over there. He said he might want to team with his brother, Ryan, uh, who was with him at ringside. Right. So, but like, there's a bunch of stuff happening there. So he's going to be in the tag team with Ryan. He's going to go after David, David Finley, who knows, but again, it's getting people talking. Absolutely. Um, Andrade is leaving. Yeah. I mean, I watched the first You're, three matches of the pay-per-view and the way that they booked that, it was very clear he was on his way out. Your, yeah. bo- your boy, Dave mm. Meltzer, mm. that is some of the worst reporting I've ever seen. Andrade, what did Dave say? Andrade is leaving to go to WWE. At maybe as soon as Monday. Yeah, well, he, he said, like, he's gone, it's done, but he's open to staying if All Elite gives him more money. Okay, so, which is probably not false, but the way he reported it is it's a conflict. You're you're covering your basis. Yeah. You're going to end up right in one of those two guesses. Mm. So that's what t- Dave Meltzer does. I think he's going to, I mean, I think Andrade is not going back to AEW. No, he he's won- going to WWE. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. I think it's a done deal and he's going to add more depth yeah. to their male roster. The match was done well. Uh, the finish was good where CJ turned on him, made him look like a fool. Yeah. But obviously that's his role in the way out. He worked hard, worked his ass off. Made Miro look good. It was a great match. I almost talked about this in local wrestling. And I talked about it on social media. Chris Jericho, (laughs) Renee Dupree has come out and said, he spoke to Winnipeg local wrestlers. Who would that be? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to break a lot. Like I'm going to, I got to be careful what I say. No, don't be careful. And I have to be careful about this Jericho situation because I know exactly what happened and I'm not saying anything. was Was it with a wrestler's wife? What, well, I'm. Oh, I'm oh, talking. you know what happened? Okay, yes, I know yeah. what you know. Yeah. Okay, sorry, fans, you're not going to get to know. That, what you're not getting that from me. That pause, though. Okay, so that pause. Here's what happens. Rene Dupree went on his podcast and said he heard from Winnipeg independent wrestling talent that Chris Jericho was bad for going after other wrestlers' wives <laughs> and then becoming physical with the wives. And I was like, okay, other than drinking at a bar, yeah, with and. Less than a handful of times. Like, was he at the bar that night, the famous night at the lid where somebody went up to Shane Helms and pitched a three count reunion? Was uh, Jericho there that was night? Was that Royce who did that? Yes. Okay. I was trying not to say oh. who. <laughs> Whoa, wait. What is somebody what? pitched <laughs> Shane Helms on a three count reunion in WWE and said Shane Madison would be perfect. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I should ask. I should ask Helms about that. See if he even remembers that. He did that. not. He didn't? I brought that up to him in 2010, and this this supposedly <laughs> happened in 06. Yeah. And, or 04. January. Yeah. No, I think it was 05. January 05. Did Jericho end up at the bar that night? I don't think he was there. Who was Christian? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Jericho night. didn't show yeah. up that yeah. night. Were you there that night? Uh, I had just left. Okay, so yeah. the WWE guys came in from yeah. a show in Fargo or Grand Forks, stayed at the at the Four Point Sheridan, which was the home of the Lid uh, PCW Wrestling, and the WWE guys partied with. And Jericho wasn't there. Okay, good, because mm-hmm. I was wondering maybe. Listen, if he's a WWE guy and you're a local wrestler and he goes after your wife, it's not him going after one of the wrestlers' wives. I can't. That can't be true. No, and I don't. There's think, no way that's who true. Who would have told Rene Dupree this? Like, what? Who would have been working with so Rene Dupree? Okay, I'll tell you. There was apparently a road trip back in 2013 where Rene Dupree came into Winnipeg and then went 
to Calgary in a car with Danny Duggan, Zach Mercury. Okay, well, very <laughs> Tyler Tyler Colton, and apparently, like, cause Zach Mercury was mad at Danny because he loaded the car with so much gimmicks to sell, like, yeah, like yeah. merchandise yeah. that there was no leg room for the for Renee and Zach in the back seat. And, and then he drove his yellow Monte Carlo all the way to Calgary. So there might be a story there where they were flooding, like telling Jericho, but nobody in local yeah. wrestling. And I, I have my ear to the ground on mm. a lot of stuff. A story like this, I would have heard. Yeah. There is no truth to this. No. None. So Rene Dupree has gone out and besmirched Chris Jericho's already tarnished name by, okay. So he had the incident backstage at, or in a hotel at All Elite with what was her name? Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray. That probably, there's something there. Right there, I don't look at me. Who knows what? But there's something there. Remember, we talked about it four years ago. Then to make it worse, he was in Winnipeg and he's sitting on the boys' girls. That's not happening. And yeah, I don't believe that. Who would it be? But understand that if Chris Jericho was out drinking after a WWE show or just happened to be in town was drinking, and the locals are there, he doesn't look at you as equals. No, he's not looking at you as one of the boys, and that. Take that, if you find that hard to believe, it's true. True. He, it's not like he it was brought in by an indie group, wrestled on the show and went out with you guys. He is. He knows in his mind he's above you. That doesn't make it right if he hit on one of your girlfriends or wives. But he, if he did, he wasn't doing it breaking the brotherhood. He just mm-hmm. had, and if the girl fed or whatever, I don't know what happened, but it didn't happen. No. And Rene Dupree saying that and it, and it went viral. And then I read it and I'm like, this could not have happened. He's just trying to get himself over. That's yeah. all he's trying to do. Well, trying to be relevant. I'm just trying to get myself over yeah. by saying it didn't happen. Yeah, but yeah, but we're we're talking about facts. We're not talking about facts. That's the one thing we're very and, good at. We're you, innuendo. I am always say. right, except for the two times I've ever been wrong on the show. But what happens with Chris Jericho? Nothing. You think Tony there'll be Khan, zero ramifications to this? Tony Khan is not going to do anything. The only way something bad happens from it is if the girl really goes forward and says it happened there's and and makes it a complaint a public a publicly known complaint it doesn't have to be a police complaint just has to say hey yeah he did this in a hotel and at which time I still don't think Tony Khan does anything I think Warner Brothers Discovery says do not put him on our network This is very interesting because you look at like the Ric Flair situation on the plane yeah. and Jim Ross saying Ric Flair is Ric Flair so nothing happened and you look at something as simple as I think her name was Abby Lath she was married to that one of the guys from MSK that tag team in NXT she made an allegation against him and then he apparently was dressed up like a like a German Nazi or something like that for Halloween. And then WWE released him. Yeah. He's an impact TNA right now, but like that's far less severe than these allegations. So, so if it was publicly traded TKO or before that WWE, and this was coming out on Jericho, there would probably be an internal investigation. He'd be taken off television briefly or whatever. They would, they would say they would talk about how they were taking Measures to make sure there isn't abuse of female talent by a, by any of their male mm-hmm. talent, um, and then they would either clear him or they would. And same thing. I heard Don Callis had the same thing happen to him in Impact, where they and n- nobody likes to talk about it, but they there apparently was an internal investigation over his treatment of Scarlett Bordeaux. I'm not saying anything. Of course, no one's going to say anything, but it is true. Something happened there. No offense, but there is. Listen, when men work with women, 
Mm-hmm. Even if you're attracted to that woman, you have to tread carefully if you ever want to advance a, a personal agenda. You have to, you know, I don't know how to do it in this day and age. When I worked in TV in 2001, 1999, 2000, I was the, the junior sports anchor and the news anchor and I had a relationship. But it was awkward as heck when it started because I was so afraid. And that was 24 years ago. Yep. I was so afraid to make a move because I, what if I offend her? Mm-hmm. Now imagine 24 years later, it's worse but boys will be boys in the wrestling business and they think it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's happened for years where guys yep. date girls on the roster, but there will come a time where it's a problem and the girl has a right to a respectful workplace. And I think that time has already happened in WWE, you know, with all like the Michael Hayes stuff yeah. and some of the hazing that has gone on in the past. Like that day is over. Like you can't say, oh, you know, it's just wrestling. Like, no, it's not just wrestling no. anymore. And it's about, you If know, they run it like a business, which yeah. TKO and WWE run it like yeah. a business, Tony Khan has proven time and time and time again, he has no idea how to run it like a business. No. CM Punk ended up out. Jungle Boy is in the witness protection program. <laughs> like he put Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks on suspension. I thought it was a work because it seems so far-fetched. Mm-hmm. Like to fool me into thinking it's a work when it's a shoot mm-hmm. is another time you were wrong. No, <laughs> no, I was a hundred percent right. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So before we move on, somebody's name was brought up and I, I just need a, an impersonation of Zach. Oh. Mer- I need a soundbite because this is going to be a new thing on the podcast. Zach Mercury soundbite. So, Oh yeah. Man. When Zach Mercury <laughs> came out through the curtain. <clears throat> <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> oh yeah. That's going to be a bumper. That's going to be a bumper. How are our levels there, producer Chris? Beautiful. I just saw a big spike there. Speaking of which, guess who I heard from yesterday? Who? The owner of Main Event Munchies. Oh. TJ Bratt. Yeah. How is TJ Bratt doing? Uh, he sounded great. I, you know, is he what? sending us more main event munchies. I don't think so. But I would love that. I don't think so. By the way, so, way TJ Brat, we love main event. We munchies. do. Yeah. We do. Uh, he sounded in good spirits. I was supposed to call him back, and then I was going to call him back at three, and I got busy. But there's so many renovations going on in my workplace. So what did he say? What did he say? Like he just he was just like, message? hey, Mike, and he started like he started on what he wanted to talk about. But I was like, I had four things on the go. I know. I went to the store and it was closed down. Exactly. There's so much renovations going around, going on in the stadium right now. That I am like running around like like I'm putting on. That's how I'm going to get those 50 kilometers. <laughs> Are they still changing the turf there? Yeah, but that's coming in spring. Done by May, right? Well, it has to, be, it has to be <laughs> it has done to by be. May. We're playing. Like we're not going to move to Waverly Soccer Complex or <laughs> or not. Maybe we'd move to Bison Field and sell out 1,500 tickets. We should have no problem doing that. Bombers will play at IG Field by the end of May. And there might be some other thing going on at IG Field this summer. I don't know. Like something that you might be involved well, with? Well, it won't be. Uh, there will be soccer. Will, I'm, I'm will invo- there be? I'm involved with, yeah, there was going to be soccer there. The schedule just hasn't been released yet. I'm involved with sort of perfer- peripherally everything that goes on there, but maybe I'll be involved with something else. Who knows? Uh, what? Mike Davidson, he's Valor FC. He's got something in his eye. I am yeah. not winking at you're the You're the new striker for Valor FC? Oh, wouldn't I? I? You know what? I'd like to see you in a little soccer outfit. I would love. I wouldn't. Can yeah. the Axe Photoshop Mike Davidson into a little soccer outfit? I would yes, love. That'd be I, I would not be a good soccer player. Like, I do not have the cardio stamina <laughs> to run that, uh, even one time, run the length of the field. But I would love it if, if season's over and Philip Dos Santos, the coach of the Valor, says, listen, I'm going to put you on the field this for, for two minutes. I would love it. 
Because then I could say I was a pro soccer player. Not a good pro soccer. Just like I, I used to be a pro wrestler. I was not a good pro wrestler. You could do a motivational but speech in the background. I could. Like in the in in the locker room to get them pumped up before. Oh, I sure could. Before we go to break, what are we at for time, Producer Gris? 50 minutes. Oh, 50. Okay, two things, two things. TNA, too. Yes, Trinity is, I would say, 99% yeah. going back to WWE if it hasn't happened already. Six-month deal. And now, yeah, she was there for six months. Yeah. And that was sort of their end to potentially get Mon, uh, Monet. Enjoyed her, t- her time Monet, there. But, uh, yeah, it's just she's bigger than that company. Mm-hmm. And that you know what? That's almost like when ECW used to be a placeholder for people mm-hmm. as they left WWE. I think right now, WWE, it's not going to be a formal agreement with TNA, but I think that they can have it where, hey, we're not going to send this talent to NXT, but we will send it to TNA for six months on a cooperative agreement and TNA can benefit from that. TNA has a good talent roster and they've got, they're have got they well-managed. And Zaya Brookside is there? Yes, Zaya Brookside, formerly in uh, NXT UK, Robbie Brookside, one of the coaches in NXT his daughter, and she's a good talent. And again, TNA, like finding these these names that are out there that, you know, maybe not, maybe haven't been used right, or they've kind of been on the peripheral of the business. You know, they're bringing these people in, and I'm excited for Hard to Kill. January 13th. Are we doing that? My house, TNA, Hard Everyone to Kill. Everyone go to Mecca Shane Madison's house, bring your own Liquor, bring your own chips. We need Brad Sarna, bring lunches. my observers. Brad Sarna, what a shout out. What, what a, a guy. great guy. What a guy. One of the best. If you're printing off observers from the <laughs> 80s, I'm, I don't want to. Listen, we got to get, we don't want to get in trouble. We can trade. Yeah. If I could get some wrestling observers, I'm very happy with There that. are important people that listen to this program, so we don't want to, you yeah, know. Dave Meltzer's getting hot <laughs> right now. He's so What mad. do you mean that my back <laughs> issues are being photocopied? Uh, we're going to come up after the break. We're going to go to the mailbag, and then I want to talk about who's getting a $50 gift card to the Palomino Club. Welcome. You've got mail. And we are going to give away, before we get to mail... A $50 gift card to the world-famous Palomino Club. And the deal was you had to like and share a status that we put on Facebook. And Mr. Robbie Cowie was the guy who won that gift card. He's going to the world-famous Palomino Club from our friend Scotty Townsend. And he's got $50 to spend when he gets there. All right, we've got two questions in the mailbag this week, including a much-vaunted audio question, which we love here. Send your audio questions into us. Send your regular questions into us on our social media through our email, totalbshees at gmail.com, and let's play that question. Hello, Bees She's Wrestling. This is Scott Carnegie. Uh, I have a, a question for y'all. What is the worst Manitoba-based promotion you've ever seen? It could be based on whatever criteria you want. Maybe they have a string of awful shows or their management shouldn't be in the business. Whatever it might be, what's the worst local promotion you've ever seen? Our boy Scott sounds like he's got a bit of a cold, Scott Carnegie. Keeping it positive, Scott. Yeah, thank you for the question. I made a list, but I'm going to go last. Okay. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Uh, it starts and ends with CNWEA. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> it's very, it's a terrible promotion. Well, it's even calling it a promotion is even a joke. Okay, in fairness, they were a promotion. They did use Facebook. They did promote a date. They did fly in a talent. They, they did draw less than 10 Seven days. people. That, yeah. That, yeah, that's true. So there, that's my pick is, is that CNWEA. As, was there anything you saw that they could have done better? Everything. All right. Absolutely. Have money, perhaps. Hire Mike Davidson as the booker. They actually did try. They That is the one really? offer I had in 2023. Who called you? Louis. Why didn't you take it? Are you kidding me? How is he going to make a... <laughs> All right. What do I got to work with? Out of that dumpster fire. What's he going to do there? Yeah, yeah. That's fair. 
uh, Wolf. What's his name? Uh, Wolf, what was the guy's name they brought in? Wolf? Gary Wolf. Gary Wolf. Wolf. You could do something with Gary Wolf, couldn't you? What? Uh, probably not. Pay him? You're very good at I that. I wonder if he ever did get his money. No. And honestly, there's a certain time where he goes to the venue, he's holding out for money, he doesn't get his money, he sits, and then he's going and saying, hey, pay me what you didn't pay me. Hey, he's entitled to something. He got on a plane. He did something right. Yeah. But at the same time, perform and then go and say you were wronged, right? Because mm. you, you wronged the 10 people in attendance. Mm. That's who got wronged. We should call him. We should call Rob Steele again. Well, Just to up I think they have it. They're promoting something on Facebook again, I but it's something. not in Winnipeg, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Okay, so you had the low hanging fruit of CNWEA. Okay, go. Uh, I'll have to go with, and this is a blast from the past. Okay. Mass Messenger Wrestling. Okay. Do you, you remember? Mass Messenger Whatever wrestling? it was. It was Omar Nicholas. Omar Nicholas, the masked messenger, 15 yeah. years ago running. What ter- did he used to call me? Okay, Mike Davidson, you're the devil. You're, you see, AEW steals the devil. No, no, Mike Davidson, you are the original devil. Okay, I used to call that guy all the time and offer him jobs. Like I'd call him and say, oh, "Omar," and he'd be like, "Is this a really Mike Davidson?" And I'd be like, "You've got someone else calling you saying they're Mike Davidson," oh and he was gosh. like, "Well, they call and they say stuff," and he was. <laughs> He was. His heart was in the right place. God bless him. But he he should not have been in the ring. He was uh, overweight, older gentleman. He was four foot eight high and four foot eight wide. Yes. He was a perfect circle. Yes. Yeah. He should not have been in the ring. He looked like a South Park character. (laughs) I'm speaking ill of the dead. (laughs) I already have bad karma. No. no, But yeah, anything. He had some horrible shows. That was the show that Cheech and I entered ourselves into. A battle royal. To try to save it. You added a lot of star power. <laughs> well, it wasn't advertised, but um, anyways, that would be my vote. You know, CNWEA, also bad. Ultimate Thunder, also bad. There are some, there oh, have been some bad ones. stealing yeah. my list. Oh, geez, sorry. <laughs> oh, so I had, you have a list. I had Ultimate oh, Thunder. John, okay. John Drew was a very nice guy. Very nice guy. But remember Shadow Chaser was his main guy? Where's oh, Shadow Chaser? I remember that. I forgot about that. Shellcross and I used to pick on him on those message boards. Wasn't we, he like an old army vet? Yeah, he was in the Canadian Armed Forces. I could see him putting a hit on you. And Shellcross and I said that he got that he got uh, discharged for oh. a friendly fire incident <laughs> and stuff. Like, like Shellcross and I used to be pretty bad. <laughs> anyway, so Ultimate Thunder I had on my list. I have Primos on my list, even though that they're Ooh. a far cry better than CNW. But they will be Villain Enterprises Wrestling there very, very soon. Yep. I had uh, Wrestling for a Cause, Rob Stardom's thing. It's for a good cause. That's up there. But he lets a lot of bad talent on the shows. I also put Steel Town, which was a Rob Stardom production. Again, <laughs> Rob is either got the healthiest opinion of himself that he can carry a show, but he lets too many underqualified or not qualified guys underneath him. There's a bunch of guys on those shows that I've never even heard of or I don't, seen. I don't think that they've even trained. Well, I think he is training people at his house. Well, that's what I've heard. Then he's got a commitment to get them up to a certain professional standard. Yeah. And that's not, otherwise happening. if that's not happening, you got to get them off there. Yep. Um, those are the ones Wayne stands, run some doozies. I've run the odd doozy to be very honest. It happens, but you know what? If I had to narrow it down to one that had to be much better, well, it's tough. <laughs> he, he's, he's struggling. I don't have anything. He's just shaking his head. I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's it's sad that there's been yep. so many. 
Uh, next question. All right. This next question coming in from John says, what are your thoughts on local companies running the same night as WWE pay-per-views? Good if, idea, bad idea. If you want to be stupid, be stupid. I tried it. WrestleMania, we did the... Yeah, WrestleMania 18. Yeah, we did it with uh, a live show from four to six, and then the screens, we drew less than 20. Uh, it was embarrassing. Uh, I've seen it tried and tried and tried with incorporating the two. Mm. It doesn't work. It's too long. Wasn't yeah. Primo's going to do that on with Dynamite down at the Green Briar at some point earlier was, this year? That was a disaster. They did try the Green Briar. They did one week. It's so they, they ran Wednesday? I can't remember when they ran, but and they, they ran one and it was one disaster. and done. Yeah, it one was not. and done. So they did Dynamite from 7 till 9 and then they did the Primo show after and it was a disaster. Yeah, I don't know okay. if they did Dynamite first. I just know that it okay. was a very, very, very hmm. sparse crowd. Um, Danny's me, notorious for this. You running know why? the night of WWE pay-per-views. It's, stu it's the stupidest thing you can possibly do. I love Danny, but because he, he, he doesn't pay attention yes, to what's going on. He is, oh, there's a Jets playoff game. They're in game seven. Oh, let's run a show that night. Like yeah, well, we Bombers had playoff yeah, game. We had it scheduled first. Like they can move their date. No, it's stupid. It's stubborn. Yeah. And it's like, but for a wrestling promoter, it's often, you don't have the fluidity to be able to move your date. That's it, fair. Or and the venue might be available on day, that yeah. day, and there's no alternative. Or you there's can that. move up your yep. time and then hope that it works. But it doesn't, because let me tell you, on a day where the Bombers have a playoff game, if I wasn't working at the stadium and focused on it, I would still be, oh, God, this game is so important. I don't want to go to a local wrestling show first. I'm going to focus on what I need to get done before I watch this game. Yep. And then I want to be able to watch that game guilt-free and focused. Yeah. Um, CWE is running the night of the Royal Rumble. They'll probably all draw it, though. I don't know if that's a great idea. I mean, I don't. I, I don't I, think it's a great I, idea. If I if I'm I'm seeing it right now. CWE goes to war with WWE. Thinks that they can outdraw the Royal Rumble. <laughs> now, I I don't think there's a problem running it against AEW or TNA TNA on pay per view. Definitely, that's that's no problem. AEW on pay per view, you could be in trouble because you're maybe. smart fans. Yeah, but there are, the CWE fans aren't. Those smart fans. WPW, that's a different fan. I think would probably be more inclined to watch AEW, but they are not dumb enough we're to gonna, run. We're going to debate this though. Um, even if it was CWE against AEW, even if it only affects your house by thirty fan, twenty five fans mm. for CWE, that could be ten percent of their house. Yeah, that's you know that's significant. I think WWE events is a bad oh, move. You're all around. slicing it right. You're slicing yeah. it where you might only get thirty fans, and they. And there would have been 150 that would have come to yep. your show. It's an interesting, I can't understand why it's happening. Yep. And John, it's a good question. Good question. Yep. Thank you so much. And uh, I want to know what's going on in the Bees She's Wrestling Event Center. This is your Bees She's Wrestling Event Center. We start in British Columbia. Friday, January 12th, 365 Pro Wrestling is in Courtney. Friday, January 12th, Thrash Wrestling comes to Lumbee. Saturday, January 13th, 365 Pro Wrestling comes to Campbell River. Saturday, January 13th, Thrash Wrestling is in Penticton. We move to Alberta. Friday, January 12th, Real Canadian Wrestling comes to Calgary. Friday, January 12th, Can-Am Wrestling is in Innisfail. Saturday, January 13th, Real Canadian Wrestling is in Drumheller. Saturday, January 13th, Can-Am Wrestling returns to Olds. And Sunday, January 14th, Real Canadian Wrestling is in Edmonton. 
over in Saskatchewan. Friday, January 12th, Canadian Wrestling's Elite comes to Regina. And finally, in Manitoba, Friday, January 12th, Live Pro Wrestling is in Winnipeg at the West End Cultural Centre. And that is your BG's Wrestling Event Centre. I counted 11 events in the BG's Wrestling Event Centre. Thank you for that, Mecca Shane Madison. Uh, bad news. Mm. All Elite Wrestling has been on sale now for, I think, three weeks. And they have 2,349 tickets sold, including Yikes. 34 in the seven days after Christmas. Hey, that's a big house for them in the U.S. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty Their brutal. The problem is, is March, March 15th, 2023, they sold 7,361 they are going to fall quite short of that. Yep. Um, I would say they're going to be lucky to get to 4,500 now. Yeah. Yep. I was going to ask, do you, do you see them breaking five? I would say no. it'd, it'd be tough. 4,000, I would say. Now, it's April 10th, this show. It's less than a week after WrestleMania. So if Mania is hot and wrestling fans get buzzing in town, maybe you get a late surge. But I thought that last time, they just had nothing. They sold all their... Last time they sold most of their tickets the first day and, and the weekend before Christmas. Yeah. They did something that really screwed them up by doing ticket discounts closer to the event day, which made people who paid full pop say, hey, I hate you. Um, they have to get something hot very quickly. Problem is, is the booker, he, do, he doesn't know how to do anything but shotgun everything. He's got to understand, okay, I now have Samoa Joe. I'm setting him up with Swerve Strickland. I don't well, swerve still got hangman page to work with still. Then who is, what are you going to do with Joe as champ? Don't, don't look at me. I don't know like, what's going well, on. Especially, especially with MGF hurt because like with Joe as champ, if MGF was healthy, you've got a, him to chase a monster heel. Right. But now with MGF 19 sidelined. years after Joe was dominating ring of honor, 15, 16, 17 years after he was dominating TNA, he had a, not a great run in WWE. Three years ago, he was a commentator on WrestleMania. Yeah, he was not, it was not a great run in WWE. And then he goes there, they try him as the Ring of Honor heavyweight champion. Not good for that brand. They've made him the, he was the TNT champion. Didn't move business. How ROH he, television title. How he even ended up in a main event pay-per-view for the title is, is crazy for me. But where are you going to draw money now off this guy? This is how... So he, I don't think when they started this angle, or when they started when they started advertising it's going to be Joe versus MGF, that they thought, oh, we're going to put Joe over. Unless they have the baby... Is Joe the baby face? No. He's no. a heel. Yep. So they would have to have a baby face in mind. Is it going to be Moxley? They've tried that several times. No, please, no. But it's I bet you be him, no, Moxley, right. Joe might have... They might think has something. Oh. Who? I, I would, wouldn't mind seeing Moxley Joe, honestly. I mean, he's not the guy I'd go with, I'd want. But, like, you're right. Who? Who do you go with? Who's, who's hot enough to be? And if you go sign Nick Nemeth and shotgun him into the title picture, I don't think Nick Nemeth and Samoa Joe is the right place for Nemeth to be in. Yeah. Nemeth against uh, MJF had way more appeal to me. And you can't bring, like, Osprey in and all of a sudden, boom, he's in the title picture right away. Because Even then, it's still, it's still, it's not the best match for Osprey to wrestle Samoa yeah. Joe. This is a terrible champion. 
How are yeah. you going to... It's over. It must be... It's, I it's want over. them so bad to turn it around. It must be Swerve. They must be going... Swerve's going to be the guy. Like, that's got to be it. I'll tell you what I would have done. Have him win the title at the pay-per-view on Saturday. Have mm-hmm. him lose it Wednesday in his first title defense on Dynamite. Almost like when Iron Sheik won it from Backlund mm-hmm. and lost it to Hogan. Just a snap-snap transition. Backlund lost it to Diesel. Exactly. It's a terrible... Like, when... it's. I bet you anything... Because Backlund won it on a Wednesday at Survivor Series and lost it on a Saturday yeah. at MSG. I bet you anything there were fans or people like you and me right then going, Backlund? What are they going to do with Backlund on top? Yeah. That, that's exactly what they've, what they've run into with Samoa Joe. It's like Bob Backlund has come back to the WWF in 1993, and in 1994 he's won the title. That's what it's like having Samoa Joe at this stage of his career as your champion. I'm sorry, we should have talked about this during AEW. I just wanted to talk <laughs> about hot. the tickets. He did get hot. Because they have to get hot. Do you know how important it is for the industry for AEW to get hot? It's important for oh, every. It's important for our podcast. It's important for... Winnipeg Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. it's important for AEW, it's important for TV, it's important for TNA. If, it's important for WWE. It, yeah, it's even yeah. important for WWE. If you especially. do not have a bona fide number two, it could get very, very stale very fast. And that's what we're dealing with today. I'm sorry to end on a negative note. <laughs> I started on a negative note. I ended on a negative note. We got 50 more episodes in 2024 it's going to be a good year. I promise it'll get better from here. We've got a 100th episode coming up. We've got a 25th anniversary of you and me coming up. Maybe Andre the Giant could make another appearance. Will you take me for a nice steak? Hey, you want a nice steak? We'll, we'll get pictures. We'll yeah. get pictures. Can we go for like a nice a, Like a, a date? Yeah. You want, to, you, want, you want to go on a date? We've been together 25 years. That, we could, that could be good. So what is that, 10? We'll have to get Sean Silver? Brown to come out with us. Yeah. we should. Maybe we should do a live bee she's from uh, Highs. That's the other <laughs> Could you imagine how frustrated they would I be? I could talk to Andrew. He could make that happen. We'd be we are, out Andrew from minutes. Highs, by the way. We are going to be taking B. She's wrestling podcasts on the road. We did it. We've done it before. We did it at uh, Winnipeg Pro Wrestling Show. We're going out to Lilac Resort, apparently. Yeah. Are you going to come to Mexico next month? That's I what going, I said. B. She's on the road. I'll I'm, be there for I'm a long time. I'm going to Mexico, but I'm not going with you. I don't want to crash your party. There's four pools at this condo. We have, we have a very nice place with one, a nice one palapa. Pool, one we, pool each? Can I, sure. Yeah. Can I have a pool to myself? You can. One of them's heated, too. There you go. Um, Chris, thank you so much. And that's a wrap, people. See you next week.